0: Ultimately, I think the onus is now on the companies to ensure that the agent has the support qualifications and intelligence coming into their screen, their piece of glass, yeah. and not and uh, less so a burden on the agents to be subject matter experts yeah. for the for the vendors.
1: Welcome to Conversations That Matter, a podcast from Unifor. Here, we explore the latest customer experience trends, sales insights, innovations in AI and automation, and more with well-known thought leaders and industry experts. Tune in and join the conversation. All right, we're back with the extended version with Scott Baker from Opus Research. Woo, this is for the fans, the extended version. This is, this is the only fans. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, this is not TMZ, this is not TechCrunch, but okay, you know what, okay. we're, we're going to start with some rapid fire uh, no, just to nervous. get to know you. Okay. Uh, and uh, the first thing that we would Blue, th- my
0: favorite color is blue.
1: Favorite color no, is blue. No, I'm just blue. kidding. Go ahead, keep going. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm right there with you. Blue or green is, is a top one. Um, so the first, uh, thing that we like to ask on the podcast, if you were calling into a contact center and you had one person, one voice that could kind of calm you down and solve all your issues, you knew that once you heard that voice, you're like, I'm going to be taken care of. Who would that be? This could be a celebrity dead or alive from the past, like, whatever.
0: <laughs> Whoa. Oh, this could be fun. Um of me, wants to say Muhammad Ali because I love Muhammad Ali, and I would imagine that he would come up with like amazing little rhyming couplets to help <laughs> yes. support me. You know, I- I'm waiting for the impersonation. Oh, I can't do a Muhammad Ali impersonation. <laughs> That's not appropriate. I love that man. Yeah, he's, either that or Anthony Bourdain, uh, R.I.P. Anthony Bourdain, just yeah. because he was he he took no garbage from anyone, and <laughs> I think he would really uh, he would take care of my requirements. But he would let me know where I was failing in this communication.
1: <laughs> that's right. He he would uh, he would tell you the truth. All right. Well, uh, there you go. So that's one. That's a, that's a new one. I haven't heard those ones yet. All oh, right. On. Um, you know, we've heard everything from the Beatles to. Uh, Kevin Ooh. Hart. Uh, oh, so, Kevin Hart. Oh, that's uh, so good. Ricky Gervais. Uh, We've heard. <laughs> I love Kevin Hart. Yep. <laughs> He's good. Yeah.
0: Or maybe Melissa McCarthy. That'd be a good one, too. Oh my, she's a delight. Yes. Melissa McCarthy is fiery and wonderful, and I bet you she would be an amazing customer service rep. She would be.
1: <laughs> so, uh, we'll do a would you rather. Okay, whoa. Um, would you rather go on a tropical vacation on the beach? or to a, a ski resort, let's say like in Whistler or British Columbia?
0: I'm going to go tropical because I'm more of, I love the mountains, but I see now I'm asking, I'm answering questions you didn't ask. But since you didn't ask, um, I'm more of a mountains in the summer person, like okay. that's my jam. Mountains in the winter, the skiers, and the people who just yeah. sit around talking about skiing all day or sick pow pow bro, yeah. I can't handle that. It's not my scene at all. I like it in the summer when nobody's there, yeah. where there's usually festivals and because there's no nice. skiing going yeah. on. Where do you live? Uh, I currently live in north of Seattle, so I'm okay. in the Seattle area. Nice. But I've lived in I've lived in various places and and live in Colorado specifically,
1: which is where that yeah. where that feedback <laughs> comes from. <laughs> all right, all right uh <clears throat> next one uh we'll just kind of keep it simple uh, and that would be uh hamburger or pizza
0: oh man i'm gonna go pizza because i can eat more often and there's more options yeah i'm going pizza all right i'm going and then lastly uh what was your first job my first job whoa um <laughs> so my first job i was Fifteen, I think I couldn't work until I can. I don't know if I could fill out a W two until I was fifteen. Right, but um, I grew up in Massachusetts, and used to get like a nickel, like ten cents for a can uh, when you return it. Yeah, and uh, and we so within not every liquor store, but a lot a lot of liquor stores would have what they call a redemption center in the background. Yeah, and so uh, my job was basically to handle people of all different stripes, and and during. Patriot season, because I lived near the Foxborough Stadium at the time, people would come in with enormous garbage bags they would collect from the parking lot. Yeah. And it was my job to go through these disgusting <laughs> bags oh, of cans that were filled with, you know, whatever, still ha- half beer, hey, you got, cigarettes, you got tobacco. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, to me, it was the greatest. Yeah. You know, I had money, and also the way we had the bin set up, too you could get the cans and just like, it was like a shoot around all day, just like throwing them into, because you had to separate them into different boxes. It was a whole thing. But yeah, I was manual. I was manually sorting cans
1: and then giving people money for it. I guess yeah. that's really my answer. There you go, there you go. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, so let's get into uh, kind of the, the meat of uh, some of the content here. We've been talking a lot about agent productivity, agent efficiency, um, and how AI and automation c- can help with that. Uh, one thing that I like to understand is, once that is implemented, that technology is implemented, what kind of skills do you think that the agent and maybe the contact center lead, need to kind of make that a success? Huh. Well, the
0: easy answer is that the, the, the conversational intelligence, the agent assist, the next best actions those things should dramatically reduce the amount of, um, of subject matter expertise that an agent is required. Yes. So, um, so if, the, if, if, if you're deploying a solution today, if you are net new, like I'm a new company and I'm going to uh, launch this solution today, I would imagine that your average hiring profile could be much more generalized um, if that's an issue for you if, you, if you're looking for subject matter experts. Yeah. Because of the amount, the, the, the capabilities available to real-time inform agents and otherwise train them, um, whether it's in you know modeling beforehand, uh, just kind of giving them like sort of practice bots so to work on or something. But so, um, yeah. I mean, I, I guess uh, I guess that would be it. Yeah, I think I just lost the the, the thread there. But no. ultimately, um, ultimately, I think the onus is now on the companies to ensure that the agent has the support qualifications and intelligence coming into their screen, their piece of glass, yeah. and not and uh, less so a burden on the
1: agents to be subject matter experts yeah. for, the, for the vendors. Yeah, we, we've talked a lot of, um, here about the great resignation. I mean, that's just, it's an overused term, probably one of the most overused terms in 2022. Uh, but do you think that by leveraging this technology, uh, that's gonna kind of retain uh, the agents? It, um, I think it,
0: it has to. And like we were talking about before, um, this, this should be an era where agents have new career paths they've never had before, that the, the mundane tasks and repetitive things that they've been doing not ones that are company policy, where it's like, well, they have to talk to an agent because that's the only way that our yeah. lawyers allow us to authenticate yeah, or whatever. Sure, sure. But um, when you offload that, which is when you offload those mundane tasks and and you and you give them the 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 reward of both time back and more specifically to work on more complex or interesting work, um, everybody should win from that, and sure. and I think. I think it's one of those key performance indicators that people should just have going into this now. Everybody says, "Oh, deflection, deflection's great." Like, and people are moving past deflection and and looking at like, "Okay, what was the um, the, you know, what was the time or what were the number of the interactions before something was contained or complete or deflected?" Um, but Equally, there has to be some measurement of how, not, not just how many calls you reduced, yeah. but how are you improving the agent experience? Like that's, I guess, measuring that, well, maybe it's less subjective to some companies who are focused on that, but can be a very subject, subjective thing, and it's going to involve understanding, getting a voice of your customer experience and having them participate, but um, if, you're not, if, you're, if you're not trying to make your agent's job more interesting, yeah. um, I think that's an organizational failure for right. that for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess it applies to any job. <laughs> the, ex, the employee experience is going to be key. Yeah. Um, you spoke here earlier. Uh, you had a, a keynote session, right? Um, earlier at the conference. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I have
0: a I have one tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Okay. And talking a lot about conversational AI. And we did a survey um, about six months ago where we talked to two hundred fifty different uh, vendor or two hundred fifty decision makers who have. Employed enterprise intelligent assistants, so that could be voice bot, chat bot, or it's called so many things. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. intelligent voice or virtual assistant, whatever. Um, and we wanted to see how it's going. How will they rate their maturity? How complex are the interactions that they're handling? Um, and it was not. I guess it was, it was like shocking and not shocking in the responses. I think, you know, we're here on the show floor where, where you. We're all talking the talk, companies are walking the walk on the future of all this yeah. and where it's going and how important automation is and things like that. But if you ask, which we did, the 250 people, are you doing that? It's less than like, it's like in a 40% of, of 250 vendors across multiple verticals wow. who are doing any backend dips in pro, for, for automating or like updating a personal information or resetting a password the numbers are still really low. And the numbers are also like 25% of, um, of organizations who are using their contact center and their expertise there to help inform the conversations and the dialogue that goes on within the intelligent agents. So, or the intelligent assistants. So to me, this is just one of those points in time where when we do that survey next year, I really expect and hope to see the needle move on both yeah, agent sure. participation and then getting these automated things done. Start small if you have to, but find the pain point, talk to your contact center, and get rid of it, even if it's just one thing. You know, I think people, yeah. people feel compelled that they have to kind of go all in, or like, oh, I'm, I'm, I keep hearing about omni-channel, I guess I need to be on all channels, and <laughs> it's like, well.
1: Focus on a few things.
0: Yeah, yeah, get, steps. get the one thing right, know where your audience is, serve them there, then scale. automate the mundane, and you're good. That's like an amazing start. Yeah,
1: for sure. Uh, so we'll put the link in the show notes uh, to the uh, report that you're referencing um, so people can access that. Um, and, you know, uh, to kind of close out uh, the uh, podcast here, the extended version. So thanks, Scott, for, for joining us. My pleasure. Um, so I want to give you the airwaves for, for about a minute. Uh, tell people you know, how they can reach you and, and you know, how, yes. can, how can other people help you out? Like, what do you need from the contact center yes. community and the CX community.
0: Oh, back channel me what's really going on <laughs> when you're not, what's going on, what, your reactions to keynotes, your reactions to sessions, um, and that's one great thing about being at customer events is you really, you know, you get to hear, you hear with the, what, yeah. what, you're hearing one thing at the keynotes and you might hear something slightly different from, um, for, for what the people in the trenches are, are really struggling with. Totally. And so that that for me, like I talked to an organization yesterday where they are responsible for the entire deployment, um, but they don't. They don't. Um, it's not under their budget. They're kind of they're they're managing the optimization, but um, the funding comes from somewhere else. And so, um, so that's that's one of those things where you have some kind of friction, and there's not uh, maybe an acknowledgement that when you when you deploy something like this you can affect every department in the company the, the information the conversations that you that are that are um that you can mine for uh issues bug tracking is something wrong with a website is there something that's unclear in our marketing collateral and people are asking about it so this is like a group sport this whole thing you know um all right so how could people uh, get a hold of you what's the best way oh good point um so <laughs> opusresearch.net opusresearch.net so that's where you'll see i mean it's all of our blog posts. Um, we're doing more kind of you know, video conversations a la podcast um, okay. so that people can listen and, and hear our research analysis wherever they want, however they want. Okay. Um, yeah, and that's a good place to go and we have conferences coming up uh, which we hope people would love to attend or speak at. That's another good reason to get a hold of me. If, um, if you're interested in telling your story, your case study, uh, and you think it would be something that would help other people, we want to tell those stories, absolutely.
1: Awesome. Okay, cool. All right, we'll pull a link in the show notes and uh, hopefully everyone can uh, reach out and, and, and help the community out. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, that's the show today. Uh, we're super excited that we're here and for all you listening in, this is um, really a great opportunity to kind of just listen in on what's happening. Uh, one of the things that we've been looking at is the CX hashtag, that's a good one. Uh, and that has a lot of good discussions and photos and videos from from the conference. Um, If you guys want to uh, give us some feedback on this podcast, make sure to rate and review our podcast on your favorite podcast directory. Yes, it's
0: important. Do that, please.
1: Yes, thank you. And uh, email us at podcast.unifor.com for any questions, and that is about it. So you guys have a great day, and we'll be back in touch with another episode of Conversations That Matter by Unifor. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks, Randy. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Conversations That Matter. Subscribe to our podcast for more great content. And if you want to learn more about the topic we discussed, visit Unifor.com today.